Thank you for joining us at the First Baptist Church of Coleraine, Massachusetts, as Pastor Jim Rennie continues to faithfully challenge and encourage us in the Word. And it is our prayer that this message will encourage the believer and bring the unbeliever closer to a saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. All right, well, welcome everybody to the First Baptist Church in Coleraine, Massachusetts. So glad to have you join us. Appreciate that very much, wherever you are watching, listening, and here. I'm so thankful that the Lord has placed me here as pastor. And uh, thank you for each member that comes, everybody that does come, some, some quite dis- long distances away. But uh, we have a good thing going, and we give God the praise for that. We have a wonderful group. Obviously, the theme today is going to be on Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving's coming up this week. Don't need to tell you that. Those that could afford a turkey, you know, when we uh, remember the first Thanksgiving meal between the pilgrims and uh, the original Americans. But uh, can anyone tell me what food they ate? Cranberries, yeah, okay. Anything else? Corn. Okay. Squash, was it? Turkey, right? Anything else? What else did they eat? Come on, you historians among us. What did you know uh, why none of them wanted to make bread? It's a crummy job. (laughs) Anyway, I can't get by without telling at least one Thanksgiving joke. I'm going to ask Joe to come and read Psalm 100. Good morning. We'll be reading Psalm 100. It's going to be page 397 in the Bible in your pew. A psalm for giving thanks. Shout for joy to the Lord, all of the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give the thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues throughout all generations. Praise God. Thank you very much. So the title of my message today is, uh, Why Should We Be Thankful? You've got a handout in the bulletins and this questionnaire in there, so you can answer those questions as we go along. If you've got a pencil or a pen. Uh, You know, we haven't got time to answer that question, because there's so many reasons to be thankful, amen? Why should we be thankful? I'm only coming up with two, two reasons. Um, two reasons why we should be thankful. 
Thankful, thankfulness says a lot about who we are and what we believe. Like King David who wrote this psalm, he penned it from a heart of love that was full of thankfulness to God. Thankfully, uh, thanksgiving is not limited to just the written word that can be expressed through our voices. It's making a joyful noise. Some people make more noise than others. Making a joyful noise to the Lord. Heaven is a very noisy place, full of the angelic host, the holy angels, and also the believing saints, praising and giving thanks to God. Sunday school teacher asked the little girl, why should uh, we remain quiet in church? She, the little girl said, because everyone is sleeping. <laughs> Not everyone, thankfully. Sometimes you get one, one nodding off, you know, that's really encouraging. I mean. <laughs> Giving thanks is all about praise. That's what it says. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. That's why we should proclaim our thanksgiving to God verbally during the worship service, because attending church is not a spectator sport, right? It's not like you've all got a remote and, you know, you're absorbing everything that's being said. It's a two-way street, amen? Doing church is about mutual participation between the pastor, the minister, and the the congregation. Coming to church should be a time of joy and celebration. We should look forward to it. You've heard that joke about that lady that tried to get her husband out of bed every Sunday to go to church. He said, Give me one reason why I should. She said, You're the pastor. <laughs> It'll be a time of joy and celebration. Spills over from a heart full of thankfulness to God. And when we come to church, when we do church, we gather together, should be excited to, and express our thanks, our, our worship, our praise, our thanksgiving, because Jesus is alive. Amen? Jesus is alive and he saved our souls. Amen? Jesus is alive. He's alive. He's alive. My sins have been forgiven. He's alive. Remember this though. Giving thanks is not based on our circumstances. There's number three. There's the answer. It's not based on our circumstances. If it did, we would never be thankful at all during the difficult times, during the hard times, during the trying times. 
in our life. Somebody wrote this, I am thankful. I am thankful for the taxes I pay. What? Because it means I'm employed. The clothes that fit a little too snug because it means I have enough to eat. My shadow who watches me work because it means I am out in the sunshine. A lawn that needs mowing, windows that need cleaning, and gutters that need fixing because it means I have a home. The spot I find at the far end of the parking lot because it means I'm capable of walking. Here's one you can relate to, or you will soon relate to it, if not already. My huge heating bill, because it means I am warm. All the complaining I hear about our government, it means we have freedom of speech. The lady behind me in church who sings off key, when we talk about making a joyful noise, means that I can hear. Piles of laundry and ironing because it means my loved ones are nearby. The alarm that goes off in the early morning hours it means that I'm alive. Weariness and aching muscles at the end of the day because it means I've been productive. Can thank Rick for all the work he does around here. Incredible. And the art of thanksgiving is a, is a gratitude in action. The art of thanksgiving is gratitude in action. Amen. So those are just a few things. So giving thanks is not based on our circumstances, but on our faith. In Jesus Christ. It's all about him. It's all about who he is. It's all about his faithfulness to us. He'll never let you down. You know, we read, who you can, and read uh, Luke chapter 17. Just some of you familiar with the story. When Jesus healed ten lepers... They asked Jesus to help and to heal them. And he did. But only one of them bothered to come back and him. And praise God in a loud voice. Only one came back to thank him. I want to give an illustration. Back in 1860, an excursion boat on Lake Michigan collided with a freighter and it began to sink less than a mile from shore. Hundreds of passengers began screaming as they went down into the icy water. Edward Spencer was a student at a nearby seminary and he ran down to the beach to see what he could do. Edward was a strong swimmer, 
For six hours, Spencer swam out and back, pulling people ashore, battling stormy waves and powerful underflow. And by dawn, he had personally rescued 15 people in as many trips. Exhausted, he sat down and someone spotted two more people that were still in the water. Spencer dove in again, found a man and a woman clinging desperately to a piece of wreckage. He brought them in too, and then he collapsed on the beach. Out of 393 passengers, only one quarter were rescued, and 17 of them were saved by Edward Spencer. His own health, however, was permanently damaged by his act of heroism. He was never able to return to school and ultimately lived out his days as an invalid. Years later, a reporter doing a story on Great Lakes tragedies found Spencer at a nursing home in California, asked him for his recollections of that night. Spencer said sadly, the only thing I remember is that not one of the 17 ever thanked me. Not one. It's like those 10 lepers, only one. At least one came back. Amen. How many times, I don't want to put you on a guilt trip, during the day do we thank God? How many times during the day? Do we do that? So it's the first reason why we should be thankful. We can know God. We can know God. Once we believed and received Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, it's then we can have a personal relationship with God because He is God. Amen. We become part of his family then. We've been adopted. He says we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. And having a personal relationship with God, we can truly give thanks then, knowing that not only that our sins are forgiven, but we're also able to forgive others as well. Because we know that our sins have been forgiven, which are many, we can forgive others. Have you done that yet? We can also accept other people the way they are. Why? Knowing that God accepts us unconditionally. And if he accepts us unconditionally, we should accept others the way they are. Amen? Amen. Remember, it's the job of the Holy Spirit to change people. It's not our job, okay? It's not our job. I read a story about a fiancé 
she was concerned that her future husband didn't believe in hell like she did. So she asked her mother, Mom, what should I do? How can I change his thinking? So that's what people try to do, thinking that, you know, once they get married, they're going to change the other person. Let me give you some advice. It doesn't happen. How can I change his thinking? He said he doesn't believe in how, mother. Mother replied, honey, that's all right. Once he marries you, he marries me. And I'll make sure he believes in how. <laughs> okay, it's the second reason. There's only two today. Number one, what was it? Well, we should be thankful. We can know God. We can know God. Number two, we can be thankful because we do know God. Thanksgiving is about being glad in his presence, to celebrate, to be merry, praising God because we are no longer separated from him and we desire to learn more about him. That's why it's so important to come to church. That's why it's so important to read our Bibles every day, to learn more about God. Amen? The psalmist said, enter with thanksgiving and give thanks. We are, each one of us is created uniquely by God to fit into the body of Christ and not be lone rangers. Oh, I can just stay home and I can worship God. Really? We weren't created to be lone rangers. Even the lone ranger had Tonto. <laughs> Amen. Anyone knows that? Anyway. Thanksgiving is about the members of the body of Christ, the church, that's what the church is, coming together to worship, to sing praises in his presence, to enter into his presence with thanksgiving. Like the angels in heaven, they do it regularly. Regularly, continuously. It's all about sharing together what God has done for us personally. And so everybody can be blessed by our testimony, our verbal testimony of thanksgiving. This is why we have a time of prayer and praise. You've got all week to come up with a reason to praise God when we gather together. Giving thanks together increases our faith. It also increases the faith of others that hear those praises. All of mankind were created to give praise and worship and thanksgiving to the Lord, not just individually, but together. That's why we're told to gather together this is why it's so important to meet together on the Lord's day Two, it says enter into his gates with thanksgiving into his courts with praise 
Be thankful to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. So when we enter the Lord's house through these gates, we enter into the house of praise. We enter into the house of worship. We enter into the house of thanksgiving. Not only because we can know God, but because we do know God. So we have a lot to be thankful for, don't we? Amen? So, thank God for each one of you. And uh, may you all have a happy Thanksgiving. God bless you all. Let's close in a word of prayer. Father, we are so thankful in so many ways. And um, help us to be reminded to be thankful for everything, even during the difficult, trying times in our lives. There's always something to be thankful for. And help us to remember your blessings that you freely bestow on us each and every day, things that we take for granted each and every day. And we're so thankful that you sent your son and thankful that he was willing to come because he loved us so much. Maybe somebody listening, watching this, wherever you are, um, you don't really have peace in your heart because you've never received the Prince of Peace. You're not able to give thanks from a heart of love because you've never received the God of love where you can if you call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to save you to forgive you of your sins I truly believe that he died for you a sinner and that he died for you that he was buried and believe in your heart that he rose again from the dead and he is alive he wants to come into your life to save you. And all you have to do is believe what he did for you on that cross. And yet rose again from the dead. And then confess with your mouth you believe it. And that confirms what you believe truly in your heart. And then find a, a church, a group of people, a place where they teach and preach and believe the word of God and grow in grace and in the knowledge of your Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen? Amen. Thank you again for tuning in. You can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you find podcasts. We'd love for you to join us at the First Baptist Church in Coleraine for Sunday morning worship at 11 a.m. We are located at 81 Foundry Village Road, Coleraine, Massachusetts. If you have any questions or inquiries, please feel free to call the church at 413-624-8886. Hope to see you soon. God bless.